The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Podcasting is fun. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and just all kinds of bad behavior. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we take a look at the recent tech headlines and who did what to whom. And we also uh, have a look at the summer movie calendar to figure out which films we really care about as nerds and geeks combined. Yes, indeed. We're spilling tea today, huh? I tell you. Nice. Uh-huh. But first, uh, if you don't have a rantlet, or if you're saving that rantlet for the back half of the show. Saving it. Yes. um, Let's do some news. By the way, I got to warn you right now, and I'm going to warn the listeners, I'm so hyped up on caffeine right now. Oh, dear. How many? I think I I can taste colors right now. How many fizzy browns have you had today, sir? It's not fizzy browns. I had to hit the hard stuff, coffee, no sugar. I put a little milk, a little half and half in this. So this is... Full strength cafe Bustelo coursing through your oh, veins. Please, it's not even Bustelo. It, oh, really? This is that free stuff they give uh, down the hall. So. Oh, oh, the, the yeah, the the, the uh, yeah. Well, we shall we shan't name names. Yeah, so it suffice it to say it has all the muscle of a Maxwell House. Yes. All right. Well, uh, so I've been up shooting them back, trying to get a buzz. Yeah, and then finally tipped yourself over there. <laughs> I definitely did. I, I can seriously taste colors right now. Oh, wow. All right. So well, we should I'm take just, advantage of this giddy moment yeah, of yours. I'm tripping bees as Ooh. they, uh, you know, I won't say the full thing because clean tag. Yeah, you know, clean but, tag. You know, but, but uh, I'm tripping. All right. You were tripping the bees. <laughs> yes. All right. I, I, I do have a few uh, items that, that may unfortunately bring you down to earth, but let's get to the, the litigious stuff. You know, the social network. Has... Social network. Uh, that was a good movie, by the way. Yeah, the very, very well acted. Uh, snappy dialogue there. Snappy. Um, but the real life counterpart uh, has been having its problems. Uh, Marky Z's in trouble shall again? Shall we say? Well, well, as you know, a Facebook's disregard for the data privacy of its users could finally be costing the company the big bucks uh, over here on the side of the pond. Now, we've talked about the European Union smacking them around for some stuff and, and having new regulations and, and whatnot. All right. Hold on a second. What? We're talking what? $500,000? No, no. $600,000? No, higher, higher, higher. This, if it all pans out, because it hasn't actually been confirmed yet, but in their quarterly financial results, you know, all the tech companies have to do the end of the quarter results. Yes, indeed. So within Facebook's quarterly financial results, uh, there was this little line in there that reveals it expects that the Federal Trade Commission here in the United States is going to smack it with a Three to $5 billion fine. Whoa. Billion with a B, yeah. B, that's going to leave a mark. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, and this is related to an uh, ongoing query related to the violation of the 2011 Privacy Consent Decree. The FTC opened a new investigation last year after Facebook failed to protect user data from Cambridge Analytica. We yes. remember all of that mess with the company scraping and exploiting all the data and all of that. They sound so smart, Cambridge Analytica. Smart, but evil. I didn't know this. The FTC's previous record for tech company fines was $22 million, with an M against Google in 2012 for misrepresenting how it used its online tracking tools. But but this would be more. But Facebook actually reels in about $56 billion a year. So uh, three to five off of that is... Not really. It, it, it's bigger than we've seen before. But they, they money. Yeah, they, they still have uh, you know a little bit left in the piggy bank there. Yeah. And uh, the fact that this may not dent them as much has led for some calls for legislators who say, well, no, we need to actually regulate. They're not going to behave. You can find them, you know, these little pieces here and there. But unless there are rules and guardrails that make them 
give them a sense of what they can and cannot do and those are enforced, this is going to keep happening. So this is what the legislators are uh, saying here. So we'll see if that happens. And also, um, in related news, Facebook also admitted right before the Passover and Easter holiday weekend that it maybe had also stored millions of Instagram passwords and plain text on its servers, uh, along with the the Facebook ones. So they kind of slipped that out there when everyone, and also the Mueller report was happening. So not really paying attention uh, to what Facebook was doing. I tweeted earlier today that... um they're really starting to sound real shady. Yeah. They're like really like totally corner store neighborhood social club shady is what it's, they're Yeah, like. and I don't know if you saw the tech talk by the uh, reporter from The Observer over in England, the woman who had sort of been covering the Cambridge Analytica. Right. And I'll link to this tech talk on our uh, show page so people can find it. But she went back and talked to people in her town who, who had all voted for uh, in, in the UK's Leave Remain campaign. And right. even though Wales has benefited billions and billions of dollars of EU investment, they all said, oh, there's too many immigrants here and the EU does nothing for me. Wow. And she's like, "There's I've met one immigrant in this town and the EU built you a new sports stadium and they did all this stuff. And so she's figuring out that people have, have seen all these things on Facebook and it was all of the pumped-in fake ads Wow. And so she went through and she cataloged how she found all this stuff out and then threw it back to Facebook. It's like, is this what you wanted? Um, it's a very powerful tech talk. It's only about uh, 15 minutes. Um, but but so the EU is, you know, discovering that, you know, this was their influence here. Ireland and Canada also have problems with uh, Facebook's data privacy issues, and they are, are also forming their own things. And also uh, Facebook is in hot water with the state of New York, where the Office of the Attorney General Letitia James has announced an investigation uh, into uh, the aforementioned social network's unauthorized collection of more than 1.5 million users' email address books, uh, which they kind of scraped up to use for their own ad targeting algorithms. Yes, to your point. And so this is all coming from people familiar with the investigation. hasn't totally been uh, confirmed yet, but the Attorney General's office has said that they do plan to open this up. Uh, They just haven't given the details of the case yet. LJ's all over it. Tis James don't play, you know. So the users involved in this particular of the many Facebook issues, uh, these ones, I guess, signed up for Facebook after 2016. So this is sort of a new wave of people. Wow. And in a statement from uh, Letitia James, she said, Facebook has repeatedly demonstrated a lack of respect for consumers' information while at the same time profiting from mining that data. Wait, Uh, so hold on a second. These folks signed up after 2016 after yeah. Facebook was already known to be doing some shady stuff. Yeah. So Facebook thinking, boy, these people were dumb enough to sign up knowing we were going to do some shady stuff. So let's do some shady stuff. Yeah. Get the data, Hoover. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, or, I'm almost impressed. Yeah. Or it could have, you know, to be honest, it could have been uh, people who just turned 13 and were allowed by their parents to open Facebook accounts. But Wow. Whatever the the matter, there were these people who signed up after 2016, and so Letitia James is not happy about this. She also says, it is time Facebook is held accountable for how it handles consumers' personal information. And Facebook, in response to this one, has said that that particular instance of data collection was unintentional. Somebody mistakenly used something, and they just happened to hoover up one and a half million people's address books. Don't know how much we... Just, just an accident. Yeah. Because we just happened to have hoovered up yeah. 1.5 million address books. Yeah, it's like, what? You want safety You know, protocols and guidelines and best practices? We don't have any of those. Who among us has not hoovered up 1.5 million contacts? I know. You, you know? hit the wrong button and boom, there Please. you are. Yeah, so... It could happen to anybody. 
Yeah, so, so so that's some of what's been going on uh, there there at the Facebook. Apple CEO Tim Cook, uh, though he was, I think he was doing a thing for the Time 100. You know, they always yeah. pick a hundred people who made a, a difference. He was doing something related to that, but in the course of the interview, uh, he's also calling for government regulation of the tech industry. In a recent interview, he said there are now too many examples where the no rails have resulted in great damage to society. I can't, I can't, can't disagree. Can't really argue with that. Yeah. And, he's, and uh, he goes on to say, and when things are out in society and they don't represent the true cost, then you have to do something about it. You either have to reflect it from a cost point of view, so you're valuing things properly, or you have to regulate it. And so he's, he's pointing out Facebook has been a, you know, Google also right. big collector of uh, consumer information. Big time. Yeah, Apple, not as much, but, um, you know, they've had their own, uh, you know, hits and misses with yes, this stuff, but, but they don't rely on getting people's personal information as part of their uh, business plan. You know, they're yeah. more devices and services, and, and we'll just make you get subscriptions and buy our stuff. They just charge us a ton of money for stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so, so that's their their route. But, that's you know, thing. but for you, it's voluntary to buy it. Of course, uh, yes. So, uh, so, so Tim Cook is uh, chiming in there. Now, speaking of blowback, too, mm-hmm. uh, Claire Stapleton and Meredith Whitaker, two organizers of Google's big 20,000-person walkout last November. I believe yeah. we had talked about it we at did. the time. Yeah. They say the company has punished them for their role in that particular workplace action. Shocking. Stapleton, uh, I guess a marketing manager at YouTube, said she was demoted and told to take an unnecessary medical leave after she urged colleagues to walk out in protest of Google's treatment of sexual harassment cases. Remember, they were all angry about the Andy Rubin, you know, big giant platinum parachute. And then uh, Whitaker, uh, who is an artificial intelligence researcher, had also been informed that her role would be changed dramatically, and they also told her to stop uh, the external work that she was doing on artificial intelligence and ethics. I guess she had a little institute at New York University, so they told her to cut her side hustle because, you know, I guess it's punishment. Nice. Stapleton said her demotion was walked back on paper, though, because she went out and hired a lawyer, and they had a little chat with Google there, uh, but... I don't think anything has been confirmed. It was just sort of said to, to be In reversed. Yes. Oh, I got you. But the two women, because I guess they wrote a letter explaining this that the New York Times has seen, I believe Wired may have been the first to report on it. But they, uh, the two women who brought this to everyone's attention said that 300 other employees have shared stories of retaliation since the everyone walked out. So I don't know if, if people who were very prominent in this were... Mm-hmm brought into the office or what. Um, in response, though, a Google spokesperson said, we prohibit retaliation in the workplace and investigate all allegations. Employees and teams are regularly and commonly given new assignments or reorganized to keep pace with evolving business needs. There has been no retaliation here. This is the Google official statement, as of you course, expect. Yeah. Um, but I believe uh, further meetings might be on the schedule on this. Yeah, you know, if it's five or six, that's one thing. But if 300 people claim yeah. that this is happening, yeah, yeah and... Everything needs to be documented these days, and people have grown up in this environment where you need to have proof of allegations, or no one will take you seriously. I'm, I'm wondering if you know they had their Android phones on record. And, <laughs> who knows? But who knows? Uh, but it's something making the rounds in the, in the headline world. Disappointing. Not yes. Shocked, uh, also in googly uh, kind of news. Yes. Um, if you had any fears about Internet of Things devices getting hacked, your fears are confirmed oh, yet again. Here we go. Here yes. we go. <laughs> yes, the Washington Post took a look at Alphabet's Nest Cam and found that it can be quite easy for even hackers of minimal skill 
to tap into the device uh, to make it do things like listen and spy or um, play porn movie soundtracks into children's bedrooms, which apparently happened. somebody do that? That's creepy. Trolls. Um, Nest is not the only target out there, but the Post found that many tech companies uh, in general aren't really making their devices as secure as they can be and harder to hack because it causes too much, air quotes, friction with the customer using the product, uh, meaning that even two-factor authentication or anything that doesn't let them immediately take it out of the box and get it working. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on there, cowboy. Yeah. Their claim is that it's the customer's fault. Yes, that they can't make the security easy enough for regular people to understand, then it's not their fault as customers, and they don't want the customers to be slowed down and annoyed at the product. You know, thankfully we can't cuss on this show. Yes, because I see you winding up with one. I am so totally winding up. That's offensive Mm -hmm. on every possible level. Yes. Seriously offensive. Yeah. That was Google? Uh, well, Alphabet, the the parent company. But I guess even two-factor authentication is ignored by some customers who may think that their living rooms aren't targets of, of hackers. Um, but they would be wrong. And a lot of these, I guess, are happening with that whole uh, concept of uh, credential stuffing. Uh, <laughs> do you know this one? It's a security term um, because people get passwords stolen all the time. And on the dark web, people will like just hack these password databases and dump all the data online. And other people can go along and sort of match up if someone is using the same username and password for all their devices. Mm-hmm. There's programs out there that will find all the time this person has used the same combination, and then they can figure out what might be useful to hack into. But it's called credential stuffing uh, because they're uh, just going out there, and there's credential stuffing apps that people with little or no computer skills can just sort of run to check in the login credentials and every place that these uh, usernames and passwords match up to different websites and online services like Spotify and Netflix and everything else. And then uh, and they can do this in a matter of minutes. So Lovely. Yeah, so, so this is probably how the Nest thing is happening, but because people like don't it. use two-factor, right. because there are no really sc- – and the, Friction. Yes, friction. the friction. And, be, and as we've talked, spoken before, a lot of these places do not patch existing security holes in the firmware because they can't get people to either deal with firmware updates or explain it in a manner that people realize why they need to do firmware updates to make their devices more secure. So, again, another company is insinuating their customers are dumb. Yeah. Lovely. Yes. Our, sorry, our product is perhaps too, you know, difficult oh, for you to yeah, use. Please. So, yeah. you know, take what you get. Yeah. So, um, offensive. Yes. Deeply offensive. Yes. So, uh, but, and, and not, not to further your um, continuing uh, drone apocalypse nightmare. Um, while we're in the dark part of the news, let's just get yeah, it over let's with. Let's just get it over with. Like band-aid a band aid, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, the Federal Aviation Administration has given approval to Project Wing to become the first drone operator to receive government approval as an airline, like a tiny, small little airline with regulations and all that. Okay, well, who are they? What are they transporting? Uh, well, ants? Tiny pass? No, packages. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking of Zoolander now. Yes, like, what is this? A town for ants? You can see the little ants getting yes. on. You know, the giant bags of peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Project Wing, as you may recall, is a Google Alphabet subsidiary, and to get certified as a small airline. Uh, it had to create detailed manuals, training routines, a safety hierarchy, all of this stuff to prove that they had protocols and all that for right. running running the thing. You know, it's in the air. It's I guess once it's up there, it is technically a, a tiny wee yeah. airline. So it's up there. And uh, the FAA certification here is a major step on the way to drone-based package delivery. And Project Wing plans to make deliveries of local goods and is partnering with area businesses. I think this is doing this out in Virginia as their, their test site. 
So it's got this little tiny airline. So it can, they like cargo, little cargo airlines, you know, delivering stuff. So, so this was its first step. Current regulations don't permit drones to fly over urban areas and large crowds, uh, but this brand new legal status gives Project Wing the ability to charge for deliveries of clients' goods because they are providing a transport service. Mm-hmm. And so once it sort of gets all of its tests done and improves that it's not going to, you know, rain fire down upon Virginia, then they can apply for permission to expand to other areas. I'm not saying a word. I'm just really? going to sit this one out. Yeah. Totally no, just sitting this one out. Skeet with prizes. Just, that's it. Skeet with prizes. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. So 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 that's uh, overhead bin situation. Any good? You know, like uh, you know. Yeah, I, the legroom store. First bag free. Yeah, well, teeny tiny bag. Teeny bag. Yeah. Okay. All right. The legroom's probably about the same as, as your <laughs> yeah, Ember one seventy five though. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <sighs> oh, and uh, before we uh, forget here, uh, this story broke not long after we recorded our last episode, and by broke, I mean the Samsung Galaxy Fold smartphone. It just snapped in yes. half. Yes, early reviewers of the $2,000 folding phone reported their test units cracked, broke, or had noticeable problems after just two days of testing and using the device, presumably uh, for, for editorial reviews. Samsung delayed the original April 26th release date and told the media that the Galaxy Fold, uh, quote, needs further improvements, end quote. Some people were actually scratching off the screen Yeah, yeah. Well, there, I guess there was a layer of right. film that they didn't realize was part of the screen, and they just thought it was the protective thing that you get yeah. on a new you device. Rip that sucker right off. Yeah, I saw uh, bubbles around hinges because it's got this hinge in it. And, and then some just, foldy. Yeah, and then one where the screen was just like this blob of like the black oil from X-Files, you know, where nice. it was just, yeah, so it was just a mess. The repair site iFixit, though, did manage to get a hold of a Samsung Galaxy Fold to do one of their classic device teardowns. Love that site. Love that site. Yeah, where they just take the whole thing apart. How repairable is it? What's inside? They report that the folding phone uh, is uh, fragile with a capital F. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so there's your your Broadway review line right there. So don't know when the fold's going to come back, but I'm I'm not going to look for it any time in the immediate future. See, and we, people were upset. Legitimately, at least they told me. I don't know if they gave you some heat, but they were like, why are you snarking on this? You haven't even seen it. Mm-hmm. This is why. We've been in this business for a while now. Mm-hmm. When we snark, it's with authority. Yes. We yes. snark with authority. There's a new tagline. Ooh, snark Trademark. with authority. PTJ. Yes. <laughs> That's the way it works, right? Yes. So call. so it's, um, yeah, the, the unfortunate that it turned out the way it did. Come on, but... you want to laugh just like I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, so, all right, well. We don't want to say, we told you so. Yeah. But, but we told you so. But, uh, yeah, and, and uh, best of luck, Samsung, in uh, finding a uh, viable repair route. <laughs> but, but. The battery didn't explode. Battery didn't explode. Battery did. There's a takeaway. Yeah. There's a positive takeaway from this. Yes. The battery did not explode. Always the bright side. Yes. With you. Yes. Yes. Uh, moving on. Uh, the European Union talked about them uh, at the top of the show. There, uh, they have voted to create a massive biometrics database called the Common Identitory Repository, or CIR, which would unify records for over 350 million people. Not now, liking this. I thought this was a whole privacy thing that they didn't, you know, what's well, going on Well, this is, this is their security side of their privacy. Uh, now, the CIR connects several border control migration and law enforcement systems into a searchable database of EU and non-EU citizens passing through the territory. So I think these are systems that have existed. They're just interconnecting them right, right. to make it easy to identify people should they need to be identified as designed the new mega database We'll aggregate both identity records, you know, which include, you know, your basic name, date of birth, passport numbers, okay. other identifiable details. I'm assuming the photos in there. Fair enough. 
and uh, biometrics for like fingerprints and and iris scans and all of that. What so, about address books? Contact I don't lists? think it's going to take no. your address book. Okay. Um, Facebook already got that. Yeah, they but, do. Uh, That's true. But yeah, no fingerprints and, and face ID scans and gotcha. stuff would be that. Um, and then they were going to make all of that data in one place available to all border and law enforcement authorities. This does sound deep and heavy and scary. Parts yeah. of this system has been in place forever. It's also a, a different approach to maintaining border security than, say, building a giant wall somewhere. See, I was going to joke about that. <laughs> I was going to crack a joke, but I thought, yeah, we don't want to do it. But, you know. Yeah, hey. no, no, it's, it's, and I don't even think it needs to be a joke. No. This is a fact. <laughs> this is another way that you can screen the people coming in and out of your country. And see it's, this wall is big, solid. Come on, wall, solid. Graffiti. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's what's going on in the EU, and I think they they do this to some degree in the U.S. I mean, you know, the FBI's got its its next gen database, and they I don't think it's completely implemented the way that the EU is yet. Right. But the, these systems exist; they're out there. We've talked of about course. them before. It's just they're going to become more prevalent. I think. Yeah. What is the credential stuffing? Yeah. The, oh, yeah, oh, from credential. the uh, fr- from the nest thing. Yeah, they're going to be stuffing something with this thing. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Much. Okay. Yeah. So somebody's Kaiser is taking a look at that. Yeah, they're going to stuff something with the CIR thing. Okay. Yeah. Mark my words. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you know, I honestly don't know what that means. Mark my words. What is the? What is? How did that start? I'm sure we should we should do a little uh, yeah, language should. history. Uh, it's just one of those old phrases. Yeah. But, but yeah. No, we'll, we'll we'll look it up and have the answer on the ne- next time show. There you go. Sidebar. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sam. Um, now, Twitter, uh, they announced strong first quarter financial results last week and uh, reported revenues came in at $787 million. I guess they were up 18% uh, with a net income of $191 million. Um, also a drop, though, of 6 million active monthly users, I guess, as people realize that maybe there was a toxic cesspool in some places and they... They booked out. They still have three hundred and thirty million. That's a healthy number. And in related news that surprised absolutely no one, um, the cybersecurity firm Safeguard reported that Russian Twitter bot activity was up by two hundred and eighty-six percent in the wake of the Mueller report release. Wow, interesting. Wonder what the bots were on about. Gee, I wonder what they were. You know, seriously, you know what's going to happen? People are just going to stay away from social media. It's starting to get where there's no upside anymore. Yeah, Twitter. You got to worry about bots. Facebook, you got to worry about your information. Yeah. Instagram is going that way too. You yeah. can just feel it. I can just feel it. Yeah. So, you know what? Email people. Yeah. Just email. You've seen all the cat pictures on yes. Facebook. Just email. Yeah. Come on. Go yeah. back, you know, old school. Hey, by the way, speaking of old school. Old school, yes. I read somewhere on the Washington, actually in the Washington Post. Yes. They were talking about how expensive it has gotten to buy all these specific streaming apps uh-huh. and services as compared to your old cable plan. Uh-huh. We talked about that. That's true. People are starting to realize exactly what we've said on this show. Mm-hmm. At some point, there's a tipping point. We've reached a tipping point. Yes, once you've surpassed what you were paying for the bundle. Come on, Disney six ninety nine. That's another mm-hmm. six ninety nine a month. I got to spend. It's starting to cost me just as much as if I had cable. I may just go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Although you know your Star Wars and your Marvel movies, so this is going to keep those. But if the cable companies were smart, now listen to me, Spectrum and Warner, whatever, Comcast, FiOS. If you're smart, 
you cut a deal with these apps and make them available on your box. Yeah, so for them, one low, low price. Yeah, I mean they they've done it piecemeal with a little bit of you know, Netflix or whatever. But yeah, they used to just yeah, have you know dipped a toe. They've dipped a toe. But, but anyway, yeah, another sidebar. Yes. So and finally, and finally. Those micro-mobility scooters are in the news again. Uh, because <laughs> you some, love talking about yes, those. Yes, I just like saying micro-mobility. Yes, I know you do. Um, which also now makes me think of Ant Airlines. Yes. But um, someone in Australia has been hacking the embedded audio files on the devices uh, to make <laughs> offensive comments to writers. Reports from uh, Brisbane, Australia say a small amount of Lime scooters uh, have been hacked in such a way. One message a particular scooter was heard saying, uh, don't take me around because I don't like to be ridden. Um, And uh, the suggestive comments didn't stop there. We can't say them because family show. Family show. Clean tag, clean tag. But some of these scooters were getting downright saucy. Saucy. Um, And I don't know how many of these got hacked, but they, they just went in there and changed the embedded audio files. And I think there were, Lime was also having a problem where some of the scooters were like stopping suddenly. And I don't know if that was a hack or just That's a, a problem. Or yeah, a, that's a, a software problem. glitch too, but they've been trying to do all these software updates. Did, Lime, they, did they blame the user? Did they blame the customer? I don't think they blame oh, okay. the customer for leading the scooter on or anything. <laughs> but, um, uh, Lime, that's next. Yes. That's next. Yes. Oh, how did you look at the scooter? They floated that one. Yes. Now, now Lime they said were the- Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said the prank was not funny, and uh, Lime was said to be working uh, to return the hacked scooters to I'm, their I'm sorry, normal Lime. state. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's a yeah. lot funny. It's not funny. Yeah, and uh, I, I, so these little, you know, you just you picking up a scooter, you're gonna go for a ride. It's something mean. Yes, gosh. Um, you know, this is one of the the sort of. Tragic, you know, our civilization yes. is just this is life, now. but also it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny. So, funny. and creative too. I mean, who of thinks course. to do that? Who thinks to hack an yeah. embedded audio chip on a micro mobility scooter <laughs> that you can pick up on the it side of the sidewalk? Initiative, yeah. <laughs> Someone's thinking outside the box there. But uh, that's about it for the news segment. Uh, we're going to talk about movies next, but nice. in the meantime, if you want to. Find links to any of the stories that we wheezed on through here in the news section. You can find those at poptechjam.com. Well, The Avengers is out now, the summer movie season. If we didn't think it was started already, officially started. Yeah. April 26th. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Movie season. I know. And and since it opened, what, it opened a day earlier in Europe. And so reviews and spoilers were already streaming out. And people were going on social media blackouts. Yeah, I did. To avoid, yeah. I did, but then I realized, you know what? It's a comic book movie. Okay? Yeah. It's a comic book movie. What's the worst thing that could happen that didn't already happen in Infinity Wars. Yeah. Right? So even if you didn't watch the movie, you kind of sort of know because of memes and all that stuff. But it's a comic book movie. Folks, they always come back. Yeah, and even if they don't come back in the particular movie, you know, on down the line, somebody's going to need to make some money, and so they'll just revive the character. They'll just revive the character. They will reboot the franchise, as they say. Which I read Charlie's Angels is coming back. I don't know if it's like... 
Charmed was on TV. Yeah. I know it's not really related, but I, it just blew my mind. Yeah, no, Charmed? we're just seeing all these things from the 80s and 90s. Yeah, like, oh, just, you're back? Yeah, oh, you're, back. you're younger? Yeah. So, you know what? The spoilers don't really bother me yeah. for a comic book movie. For a comic book movie. For a comic book movie. For Star Wars, that's a different story because it's a completely different universe. Yeah, and since and the there's one no that's... history of, you know, yeah. unless they started now. But Yeah, and, and, and you mentioned Star Wars. We saw the, the teaser trailer drop uh, mid-April yes. at the Star Wars Celebration thing in Chicago. Did you have any immediate reactions? I know you were not a big fan of The Last Jedi. I was not, but actually, I kind of sort of warmed up to it because I saw it with my kids. Oh. And it was a different different sensation when you see it with kids. Through the eyes of a child. Yeah, through the eyes of a child. I mean, I think we talked about this on the show too, but I kind of got a different like appreciation of it. Yeah. I still didn't really like it because I think it really crapped all over the legacy. This trailer was kind of confusing to me because there was a lot going on yeah. in the trailer, but not really. Like, I didn't get a sense of what the story was. There was hugging. Yeah, the, the, well, there's a lot of smash cuts are just boom, yeah. boom, boom. And you see, like, little snippets of action. The only thing that you, I took away from it is that Ray is a still a badass. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. But and, we knew this already. And she's been working out. She's got much more sculpted cheekbones yes, than, than the previous she, one. I think she hasn't stopped working out. Yeah. No, she, well, the Jedi training must be very uh, <laughs> thorough. Yes. The but the, the... You know it's a movie, right? Yes, yeah, true. JD? Okay. Yeah. Well, the... Um, yeah, are you sure it's a movie? It's a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. But the thing that happens, you know, they... they Played the trailer at, in, on the morning of this, the end of this keynote at this uh, Chicago Star Wars fan convention. Right. Played it, had a surprise guest at the end. Ian McDermott comes out, the Emperor from uh, you know Return of the Jedi. Oh, is there? Oh, because he laughs. Yes, that cackle at That's the end the is him. I thought that was Snopes. No, no, this is uh, Snopes. Snoke. 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 That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, Snoke's just the fact checker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought it was Snoke. Yeah, no, it, it was, we hear the, 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 the earthy chuckle. And then wow. at this, because I watched the live stream in the keynote, and then Ian McDermott walks out, who's not a spring chicken anymore, but, you know, he's still got that glint in his yes. eye. And they have just played the trailer, and everyone is <gasps> You know, wheezing, uh, and he goes, he wrote it again, you know, in his emperor voice. Wow. And so they played it again. But um, so they dropped a clue that, you know, he might have be, have something to do with this uh, last I installment. I thought, you know what? I, I should really stop listening to stuff on my phone. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, get the big cans on I and just listen it. to that last w- five I'm seconds of the I'm going to have to do that now. You know what? You keep talking. You're going to watch go the take stars. care of this. All right. You okay? do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You keep talking. But yeah, the, the Star Wars has got a lot of people immediately because, you know, this trailer played in Chicago. Right. Probably within an hour, someone had broken it down frame by frame and was looking for identifiable <laughs> things. Like, is this the same ship that dropped off Ray at Jakku? And, and just trying to suss out what was happening, you know, just from these very, very thin little clues. Well, but, I yeah, knew this, that I, the one thing I, I did notice was the Death Star. Yeah. I saw that part of the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, the star. chunk of the Death Star right. on the planet. Yeah, I and, saw that. And there were some familiar little bits, and, you know, you hear the right. Luke voiceover, and, you know, the thing that always punches me in the feels is anytime you see anything with Carrie Fisher in of it course, now. yeah. So, so there was a, a lot to, you know, work on. But the, and the internet, just, people had cataloged the whole thing, like, down to the millisecond of, of every frame of this trailer, and we're trying to look for clues, so... The nice so, thing about that Chicago convention was that when the actress who played Rose, what is it, Kelly? Yeah, Kelly Mary Tran, right, yeah. When she came out, they gave her a standing out. Yes. That's nice, people. I know. The woman took so much flack on social media yeah. and got hounded off of Instagram. That's right. And people gave her the love. I mean, that, that's, that's the true essence of Star Wars. That is the true essence of Star Wars. These folks, 
that did that, they're not Star Wars fans. No. They're not. Yeah, no. Because they don't get it. Yeah. They just don't get it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's talk movies. Let's talk movies. So, uh, Avengers, already in the rearview mirror now. Yeah, it's uh, in the rearview mirror. I haven't seen it yet. I won't spoil. I haven't seen it either, but, but spoilers are out there all over because yeah, people are, are you know, there, trolls are you know, spoiling. For we're fun. not going to spoil it for you here, folks. Yeah, we're just going to mention that it did open on April 26th here in the U.S. And, and people were going to midnight shows. And I have some friends who went at 745 on a Saturday just to get an IMAX screening. Which I was thinking about doing a 2 a.m. show, but I was tired. Yeah. It was playing right down the block for me. It's a three-hour movie. Like you, It is. You There's have no to, intermission. Whatever happened to intermissions? They 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 stopped. I don't know right. if it just they couldn't cram as many movies into a Showtime day if they had See, the intermission. Listen, the theaters are missing out. They make their money on concessions. People go get to eat. Yeah, yeah. you give them ten minutes to go get a, a, a hot dog and a gigantic bucket of soda. Yeah, you're making money hand over fist. Yeah, no, the the inter- because I always thought Bad that move. the, the Lord of the Rings, you know, should have. Uh... They should have the Lord of the Rings, definitely. But yeah, so so I think it's officially three hours and one minute. So definitely, time your liquid consumption yeah, accordingly. Yeah. No, no seriously. pot of coffee for you going there. No, definitely not. But, Speaking of which, I'm so hyped right now. Yes, sorry, <laughs> I can you tell. You're, I'm just like cutting you off at every yeah, turn. Yeah. I apologize right now, folks. But no, no, he's just yes. in a, a caffeine happy place. I am. So so other. Geek worthy movies. I know yes. there's always a ton that come out in the of summer. Um, I guess you have Ugly Dolls and the Pokemon Detective Pikachu, like in back to back weekends. So the kiddies will have uh, oh, stuff to watch. Is, my son is literally feverish waiting for that. Movie. Oh, really? He's he's into the uh, oh yeah he's, Pokemon. He's a Pokemon. Yeah, there's a um, May 10th, I believe. Uh, there is a Tolkien uh, movie. Yes, Nicholas Holt plays that. the star of the renowned the renowned author of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings in yeah. a drama about his early years, which went on to form the basis of his books. Right, isn't the guy who plays Tolkien? He uh, plays Beast. Yeah, Beast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. he's uh, so so that will be something for the Lord of the Rings fan who right. can't actually have a Lord of the Rings movie. Do you think it's too soon to show my kids the Lord of the Rings movies, uh, or should I have them read the books first? Yeah, well, the books are a little. Yeah, the books are kind of slow too. I mean. Oh, they are. Yeah. I still read them every Isn't two Isn't there years. an animated version of The Hobbit that maybe you can start them with? That great. Yeah. That's a great idea. Ba- uh, Rankin Bass. Ease them in. Ease yes. them in. Yeah. And uh, there's a an animated version of The Lord of the Rings, a one one movie type thing. Yeah. Good thinking, J.D. All right. So, uh, let's see. Coming up, um, well, probably the, the biggest one. I mean, I know there's Brightburn, which is like, what if Superman was evil? You know, it's an Elizabeth Banks thing. But I think the thing that people are going to land on in May, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, on May 31st. That looks pretty good. Yeah. Just think of how long that guy's, you know, been around. Um, guy, literally, the trailer for that legitimately got me excited because yeah. it reminded me of Destroy All Monsters back yeah. in the day. Yeah, well, it's got all of, the, you know, all of his all classic of enemies, like yeah. Mothra, Rodan. Yeah. So so it's, I think it's going to be a big monster fighting movie there. Hey, I'm, I'm, all, I'm okay with that. I, yeah. liked, I was one of the few people who liked the Pacific Rim movies. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I was kind of... Fond of the Gamera movies, you know, oh, Big yeah, Turtle, yeah. Absolutely. So, so, uh, so that's uh, May thirty first is the Godzilla, uh, and then if you jump up to June seventh, this is the one uh, could be uh, depending on how close you were to the original material, you may have strong feelings. Dark Phoenix oh. of the X Men, it's the Jean Grey, you know, yeah. Sophie Turner here, Rescue Mission, you know, got to deal with some stuff, but it'll one have of some the of the greatest comic book stories of all time. It was really, it was like a landmark storyline. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so, uh, so if you want to see J-Law in blue paint, uh, she'll be yeah. making her uh, appearance there. Been there, done that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets 2, if you're into animation. Son, uh, again, my son is totally waiting yeah. for that. It's one of his favorite animated movies, oh, the wow. first one. Yeah. All right, so June 7th, we know yeah. where you'll He's be. totally into that. 
Yeah, uh, see, there's, uh, you know, and there's usually the the zombie and thriller movies, Adam Driver and Bill Murray, got the dead guy, the sun, June 14th. Men in Black International, also June 14th. I'm not sure about that. I know it's got the Thor and well, Yeah, the Chris Hemsworth and, and Tessa Thompson yeah, are in it. but, I mean, you know what? <sighs> it's It seems to me like it's too soon. Like, we, the Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith one were just... The first one of those movies was the only good one, anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was unique. It was different. But, you know, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah. And it's based yeah. on a comic book. We get it. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know what's what the early buzz on the international one is, but it, but it's coming out. And uh, not exactly geek movie, but Shaft, three generations of Shaft coming together. I uh, will pay money for that. Richard Roundtree, Sammy L. Jackson, and Jesse T. Usher. I'm uh, so totally seeing that. Yeah. So I June 14th is going to be a, uh, yeah, June's, a big June's got some good stuff coming. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, uh, Toy Story 4 is also... I thought they were going to stop after the third one. I thought they were too, but, you know, they... Just take out the paddles, revive that dead one. Yeah, well, this is June 21st, so they... Clear! So we're, we're into June, yeah, but Tom Hanks, Tim Allen are back. Uh, all new adventure, I guess, you know, they, they didn't want to... Maybe they want to make you cry again, I don't know, but uh, they're, they're trying to... Um, Rescue a homemade toy named Forky, which is voiced by Tony Hale uh, of Veep. Forky. Forky, yeah. That's going to be tough for some of the young toddlers, I think, going to yeah. to uh, when they want their, their toys. So the other storyline is done. This is a new, you know, yeah. so they're just wringing some money out of this uh, Yeah, well, the, 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 the gang is going, I guess, to rescue Forky. Forky. And then everyone, you know, would it get separated from the group on a long road trip. So, you know, because all the Toy Story movies are trying to get back home in some form. And, yeah. and so it's, you know, so, something along those lines. I don't know. Pixar? Oh, I think their run might be... Uh, oh, yeah. the, the Cars movies were pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, the, they, yeah the, they were not great. Yeah. And I meant when I saw the teaser for Toy Story 4, I think when we went to see Ms., uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Seeing those characters on, he's like, oh, and then you were like, oh wait, I thought they're, I thought those movies were over, but you know, here they are again. Here so, are. wait a it was Coco Pixar. I think it was, yeah, because that movie ripped me. Yeah, Ugh, I cried like a baby watching oh, yeah. those things. I mean, when Pixar gets it right, oh yeah, they get it right. Yeah, and, and the whole thing about remembering people's so, you know, thing was just yeah, wow, yeah. We we should probably move on before we both you know turn into puddles yes, here. Big time. July second, yes. Spider Man. Spider, wait. Hold on a second. How was... Huh? He's far from home here. Um, no, what's the name of Spider-Man Far From Home? So see, like I said... Yeah, well, it's a follow-up to the 2017 character reboot. Young Tom Holland playing Peter Parker again. He's great, though. I yeah. really like him as Spider-Man. Yeah, and he goes... This is basically like Spider-Man goes to Europe, yeah. so... And the thing is, the thing about this guy is he's a trained dancer, so his moves yeah. are really fluid and it seems really graceful the way yeah. like, you could believe him jumping out of a bus the way he does it. So. Yeah, Tobey Maguire kind of lumbered. He, yeah. had, he had back problems, I think, uh, towards the during his run of Spider-Man 2. It's which a I tough think, role to play. You know, and that, that suit does not really, you know. Oh, yeah, it does. It's you know, unforgiving. It is unforgiving. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, so. so is uh, there a Fast and Furious movie this year? I was just looking down the... Uh, the because list of releases and <laughs> might I say one thing completely unrelated about Fast and Furious? I don't know why it popped into my head, but it's one of these like things that people love. Boomy want to go? No, it, well he would love to go. They are the some of the dumbest movies. Yeah, I mean, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, they are sincerely dumb movies. It's the type of movie you don't even have to listen to. No, well, it's all like smashy, smashy, it's all smashy, rev, rev, punchy. Yeah. 
you know, g- g- like tight shots of really muscly people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, in answer to your question, yes. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, there August the 2nd. There you go. Dwayne Johnson, go. Jason Stratham, and Idris Elba. Wow. This is sort of a spinoff of the original, what, they made eight Elba. or nine? Yeah. Boy, he's cashing a check on that one. Yes. Yeah, so, so, and I, I actually I remember seeing a trailer for this one, too, where, but yeah, lots of boom, boom, smashy, smashy, oh, boy. Uh, screeching tires. Um, so that 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 will be in August. Uh, before we get to August, though, if you're a fan of the Lion King, they're doing this the, the live version, the yes. live version, yes, with a little Simba. Um, I'm well, in fact, uh, Dumbo is out in the theaters now. So. Yeah, yeah, which didn't get the best of reviews, but no. it wasn't as bad as people were expecting. I couldn't go because I the original I had some issues with, and the whole Disney dead mother thing just. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned that because that's one of the reasons why we haven't taken the boy yet. Yeah, yeah. And even though Dumbo's mother isn't technically dead, there's a separation. Sorry to spoil. Right. Um, <laughs> it's but, Dumbo. If you don't know the yeah. story, you're not going to be surprised. Yeah. And, and you know, and the original had some racial issues too. So uh, it's like, you know, yeah. it's just going to skip this one. But I have a feeling they didn't really go that direction. Yeah, I think they, 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 they perhaps up. updated it. It's uh, no Song of the South, but it was, uh, yeah. you know, a little uh, cringy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, so so Lion King, if if you're into that. Oh, and um, speaking of movies for the kids, uh, I skipped one back there on May 24th, I think, because we, we got on uh, talking about something else. Um, <laughs> you're being diplomatic and saying, Pedro distracted me no, again. No, well, yeah, oh, actually, maybe you know, my, my list stuck together. But Aladdin uh, with Will Smith is the oh, genie. Yeah. That's May 24th. Made a lot of meme rounds uh, when people were <laughs> yes. frightened of him and, uh, and then the blue makeup. And uh, for the Keanu fans, uh, John Wick Chapter 3 is May 17th. I actually like that first movie. I didn't see the second one. Yeah. But I liked the John Wick. I like Keanu. Yeah. I really do. I like him. He, he's, he works in some genres and not so much in he others. Loves sci-fi. Yeah. There's no question about that. Although John Wick is far from science fiction. Yeah. Unless you believe that people can take that much abuse and that much, you know, like beatings. Yeah. And still walk upright. But Yeah. So uh, I like him as a person too. He seems like a really nice dude. Yeah, you know he's and dude is the operative yeah, term here. Very down to earth. Yeah. All right. So so we're 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 back in July, right? Uh, back we're back in August. August. Uh, yes. Did we, there was nothing in July. Another uh, there, there were a few things and in July. I'm, I'm, like, we, I'm totally I'm tripping here. So I don't see, know see I'm just on. getting you all out of sync here. Spider Man's July second. Oh, Spider Man. Right. Um, yeah. That's yeah, the, right in time for the holiday. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the Lion King's July nineteenth. Oh, right. Yeah. There we go. I totally missed a month. I hate when that happens. Yeah. July 26th, the Quentin Tarantino thing, uh, set in 1969, his ninth film uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio's in the, the, and Brad Pitt, I guess, are in it. Yeah, and you know what? Not really a nerd movie, but Quentin Quentin gets the film. Yeah, but you know right? what the thing about Quentin is that after a while, you kind of like, mm, you know, you kind of, he's there's some cringe elements. Yeah. Especially with his scripting choices. Yeah. So. Yes. I'm kind of like losing, he's losing luster with me. Because uh, August 2nd, we already talked about Hobbs and Shaw when right. you're questioning the Fast and Furious. Uh, there's also a uh, Dora the Explorer movie. <laughs> Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I don't know if she's doing her Indiana Jones thing uh, here. <laughs> but uh, that's that's out that same weekend. And also the new mutants, you know, the um, sort of X-Men-like superhero. Is Cable uh, in it? Uh, let's okay, see. Man, come on, because that's who started the New Mutants. Maisie Williams is in it. Charlie Heaton, Anna Taylor Joy. I'm not seeing uh, the Mr. Brolin. Not in it. Yeah, 
Interesting. Unless I just, my notes are incomplete, but yeah, I don't see him listed. Uh, Interesting that they would do that and not have cable. But, no, he's, you know. Josh has been kind of busy this summer. Yeah, that's um, true. That uh, next weekend, August 9th, Artemis Fowl, uh, which Artemis is a Fowl. YA book series yes. and uh, was quite popular. Teen criminal genius who enlists the help of his bodyguard to rescue his father. Who uh, hasn't? Yeah. Come on. Who among us? Has yes. Not? So, uh, so that's uh, there. Bodyguard. Scary stories to tell in the dark. That's the Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yeah, I'm there. Totally yeah. there. Big fan. Yes, a horror film about a group of teens in 1968 who discover a mysterious book written long ago. He loves horror movies. Mm-hmm. He's very good at them. Yes, he is. Very and good at them. The, the visuals, are you, like you cannot get them out of your brain. Of course not. <laughs> They're etched in there. Yep. So, so that well, that'll be one for you there, uh, sort of in in the. Are we getting to the dead month of September yet? Not quite there. Uh, the Angry Birds movie two is August sixteenth. Well, you'll be happy to know my son and my daughter hated the first Angry Bird movie. All right, so 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 much so they stopped playing the game. All right, so you're off the hook for that one then. Yes, thankfully. Yeah. So uh, all right, because yeah, because the, the mid August, like when when they know everyone's at the beach, uh, people. Uh, Who was there? Was Karen Gantz? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know we just kind of slide into the end of August. Uh, not much exciting there in the nerd movies, but I could be missing some. But this is just meant to be a little roundup. It's, it's a little taste. Yeah. So, um, but uh, anyway, we've been rambling on. Uh, we should probably go. I think we should. Uh, you know, will you link to that? On, I will. Uh, I will link to uh, the big list of summer movies. I will link to all the stories we talked about. PopTechJam.com. Yes. And we got to thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build it. Yes. And thank you, listeners. Uh, I know we've been a little here and there this month. You know, life got in the way, but right. we're here now. Thank you for listening to us. And we hope to be back in your ears really soon. Let's all go to the lobby. Yes. <laughs> now, now I want an intermission and yes. a big giant Coke. Yes. All right. We'll catch you next time, folks. Inside.